Hello and welcome to Prepare to Answer Ministries. It's great to have you tuning in today. I'm just about to do another podcast here and I can hear um, church bells in the distance um, just um, marking another um, Tuesday night where we hear the bells um, just out and outside on the street. Um, yep, so maybe this should be the beginning of all my um, podcasts. I should have the church bells in the background. Sorry for any gaps in this. I've been twice... Um, I've been twice interrupted by my daughter in the past few minutes, but um, today's podcast is a question that um, arose from my own Bible study this morning, um, and it's not your typical sort of um, apologetics, really, um, but it's a question um, which is, are are the fields ripe for harvest? Um, that's the title, are the fields ripe for harvest? Now, I'm sure a lot of us get where this is coming from, and maybe some of us don't, maybe some of us have heard it before. Well, what's he mean, ripe for harvest? Is he turn? Is he a farming? Give him farming advice now, um, and answer that with def- definitely not. Um, and it comes from John four. John four, and I've I've heard this many times. I've heard many sermons on this. I've read many commentaries on this. I've listened to other sermons and and lessons on this before. Uh, and the point's often used to spur us on to evangelism, because the idea is there's open people out there, and um, from John four. Um, and Jesus said in chapter in verse 34, um, I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for the harvest. And he also says it elsewhere again as well. So they're ripe for the harvest. And we've used this, preached this many times. Um, the idea, get out, share your faith, which is obviously what I want people to do on here, to feel equipped to be able to do that. Um, but the question I had today is, is that relevant to any time and place? Or was that just the, the situation that Jesus was in? And you know what, I think it's important that we ask this question in any verse we ever read. We've got to get the context. If it was only written to specific people at a specific point in time, which of course it is, but if it was only relevant to the situation that they were in, and that we don't have an, an equal type of situation today, then we maybe can't apply it directly, and it's a once-for-all um, principle. Um, sometimes there aren't, it isn't a once-for-all principle. Um, but is this a once-for-all principle? In other words, is Jesus saying of that time and of any time that the fields are ripe for harvest? Or was it just this situation? So I looked into this and again, the answer I believe comes from, again, a very important thing to do when you're reading the Bible. I mean, anything for that matter, but certainly the scriptures and the answer would be context. Look into the context before this, Jesus says this. So in what situation is Jesus saying this? And the situation that he's saying this is from John 4 when he talks with a Samaritan woman. Again, everyone's astonished to see him talking with a, with a woman in public, with a Samaritan, that the Jews don't normally associate with the Samaritans and vice versa. And he's talking to her at a well. The disciples go off to get food and are astonished when they come back to see him talking with the Samaritan woman. Um, and again, they ask him, you know, what he's doing. But they ask him, really, has he got any food? That's the preeminent issue here is, is he hungry? Did he get any food? Because that's what they went off to do. And Jesus said, my food, John 4.34, he says, my food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. And we'll look at that in a second. But in terms of the context here, Jesus has reached out to a woman and he knows her issues. Now, that's we won't know other people's issues, obviously, the way Jesus did. But he knew her issues. And he saw her drawing water from the well and says, would you like to draw get water? That means you'll never thirst again. Now, we know this is not physical thirst Jesus is referring to, 
but a quenching of her soul, essentially giving her life to the full, meaningful life, which, which he could give, and that's what he was on earth to do. And he offered her that. But he could tell um, what the issues in her life were. And he said to her, she says, um, give me this water. She wants this water. And then Jesus says, go and get, call your husband. Knowing that she didn't have a husband and in fact has had several husbands. So Jesus knew her issue. Jesus knew that it's either relationships or love or just a sexual relationship. Or there's something within what she's doing that she's seeking answers in the wrong areas. If she wants to have the water he offers, then she'll have to deal with this issue and give that issue up with multiple husbands. Um, so he, again, what a point is that Jesus knew her issues. And I think later on then, the context when Jesus then said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me, to do the work of him who sent me. But he says, four months more than the harvest, I tell you, open your eyes there and look at the fields, they are ripe for harvest. So the context here is, a, is where he identified the needs in a woman who wasn't out looking for him necessarily, wasn't asking for Jesus, wasn't trying to touch him, wasn't trying to come up and find him, but he sat down beside her and seen that she had needs. So for me, the answer to this question, are the fields ripe for harvest? Yes, they're always ripe for harvest. Well, how do we know this? The context of being ripe for harvest was Jesus identified a woman who had needs, who had needs that weren't being met in, in with Jesus and in God and would be met by something else. The question then is, do we know people like that? It's a rhetorical question. We absolutely know people like that. The world is full of people like that. I step out my door, I see a man walking past the, the window every morning, walking his dogs, and I overheard him saying to another woman one morning that he's an alcoholic. I can see it on his face. I can see it in his body language in the mornings. I, I, you don't have to go very far to see people that are hurting, to see people that are in need. So I think for me, this Jesus was saying, based on the situation, this woman has needs that only he could fulfill. Now, obviously for us, we're not going to be able to fulfill them. We're going to be pointing people towards Jesus, just as the apostles did. But I think for me, the, the immediate context, the immediate context answers the question for me. And it tells us that the the fields are always going to be ripe for harvest because there's always going to be people who need need Jesus in their lives. They need living water. They need to have their soul nourished. The second point about this this morning, I got thinking about it in terms of Jesus and what he said. He said, in answering about his food, and this alludes a little bit to Matthew 4, we talks about man not living on bread alone. He said, my food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. <clears throat> Would this describe you? I ask myself that question. You know, is, is my daily sustenance and my energy and my vitality, does it come from doing God's work? Do I get excited about it? I have to be honest, I feel the Spirit calling me again, just back to more practical evangelism, back to more goal-orientated, trying to help people to find him. To sit down at the well beside someone in need. To sit at the shop and you know help someone pack their bags. To get out of a car and help someone across the road. You know, it's to actually ask people how they're really doing. Standing in the shop today, I see a child, the same class as my own daughter. And the, 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 guy, the guy was behind me, but we didn't know each other. And I thought, should I start a conversation? Should I not? And I was like, yeah, just, just start a conversation. You'll find out about people. Be interested in people. You know, you're not always, I mean necessarily having an ulterior motive obviously you do you want to help people maximally 
So you want to give them life to the full, but it may start off with, how's it going? How's life going? You know, can I help you in any way? You know, what what are they? We get good at figuring out where people are in need and where their need needs to be met with the good news of Christ and get good at identifying that need. So again, just a shorter one today. In fact, actually, if you read on in that chapter, it's very important that we do. From um, John 4, verse 39 onwards, it says, Many of the Samaritans from that time believed in him because of the woman's testimony. Um, And they went on to say, He said to the woman, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves. And guess what they said? We know this man really is the saviour of the world. All because of a conversation that Jesus initiated. Now I know we're not Jesus and I know we don't know um, what's going on exactly in everybody's life. But we've been given the Great Commission. We are called to be ambassadors, Second Corinthians 5. As though God, guess what, is making his appeal through us. I feel spurred on by this today. That's why I wanted to share it. I feel like the fields are ripe for harvest. Our field, what is your field? Is your field, is it an office that you work in every day? Is your field a school playground that you go up with your child and drop them off, the parents? Where is your field? What? Where has God placed you that you're needed? Um, he's put us all in the field. And I think we just it's good that we pray and identify that, that field, that we see that people's needs. And that, again, be spurred on by the fact that they are, it is ripe for the harvest. Now, it doesn't mean it's all going to be plain sailing, and I'm sure we, we all know that. But again, Jesus is making a, a general, for me, an all-time, one, a once-for-all principle here. Uh, because if you look into the immediate context, you'll see that um, there's always people in need and the fields are always ripe for harvest. Hope this helps today. Many thanks for tuning in. Again, just come on and check it out at www.preparetoanswer.wordpress.com. Again, see how many comments you have, any future ideas you have, anyone you're reaching out to, um, share on here. I hope to do that a lot more myself. Um, It's great to have you tuning in today and I'll be back again soon.